Alright, this goes back a long time. Bringing in the old hip hop skills. Trying to make sure the levels are alright. Let's try this now. Alright, here we go. Alright, I got soul, I got cold. Big booty microphone taking his toll. Got a podcast like an aspirin back when I passed cold. Reading the tracks they were gasping for air. Might not really care. Shoot it up there like Ric Flair's hair. Colbert's kind of snugly, but his G.I. Joe's in the clothes and his clothes never buggy. When you got that itch to scratch, grab these tracks in your mix, it's the clutch. I like that. This is Tim May. Uh, my name's Rich. And this is The Clutch. Okay, so we are based in Portland, Oregon, and here we have a really rich uh, design community made up of a lot of different creative people and a lot of great stories come out of that and so we wanted to make a podcast where we can um, talk about things and and look at things through a designer's lens. In addition to that we'd had some experiences with um, some Portland designers and illustrators where it was really awesome to, to see what they had to say, to, to hear some of the things that they would share about their process, some insights that made me think oh Maybe I should try that. I, sh I should look at my work differently because of what I'd heard them say. Uh, but there were only five or six people in the room at the time. And so we wanted to make something that was more portable that you could listen to at any point in time, whether or not you made it on the Eventbrite or, or got into to that particular uh, piece. We wanted to be able to share uh, some of Portland's amazing people and ideas uh, in, in a way that was a little more uh, shareable. Cole Reed is a, how would you describe yourself? Uh, a designer and a developer. I, I maybe have a term on my LinkedIn that says what I do. I don't know. Okay. Okay. I'm. I. Can we have that written down somewhere? I, I have. Well, no. I, I. I just wrote down designer, developer, animator, problem solver. Oh yeah, problem solver. I my. <laughs> the I kind of don't like the term, but I feel like it's a. I don't know. A creative technologist. Oh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I feel like I'm like I'm being a, like a jerk when I say well, it's that. It's like you're somebody. saying all the other technologists. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's like no, it's just that I have a design background. Yeah, no, and I, I, just, yeah. I like it. <laughs> Everyone else is. Uh, yeah, that's good. Jerk. <laughs> <laughs> when you were little and and you like like when you were really young, like what did did you find your you were a good designer? Did you have like. Not a designer, but do, yeah. could you draw better than the other yeah. kids? Yeah, I was a well, I was an only child, right? And I, I feel like I was very much like it. Like I was like a real only child. Like, <laughs> like I didn't really have. I mean, I had a lot of friends, and I was like, I liked being alone, and like, you know, I still, I'm still like that, really. <laughs> I just like being alone, um, and I don't know that that drew me to art, but yeah, I was into art. And it's, you know, then it's like, my mom's like, well, your uncle was an artist, so that's where you got it from. And my dad's like, yeah, your grandpa was an artist, and that's where you got it from. <laughs> so I don't know if any of that actually is true, but yeah, I was a, a lone child. I mean, I was into like lots of, like all sorts of like creative stuff. I mean, as far as like sculpting and like making stuff, um, you know, making stuff with like my G.I. Joes and like, uh, yeah. <laughs> So, uh, so, 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 what kind of stuff did you make for your GI Joes? I mean, <laughs> uh, I made a lot of stuff. 
Oh man. <laughs> I, 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 made, I, I remember I made them clothes at a certain point. I was like sewing their oh, clothes. That's yeah. great. I made like wrestling rings where they would like rubber bands on the side. And then I got, and then I realized that you could take a part of G.I. Joe and then recombine them into like new G.I. Joe. So you could take all the best parts of G.I. Joe and like make, you know, super awesome G.I. Joe with the cool helmet and like bionic arm kind of thing. And you could put like Destro's head yeah, on. Exactly, yeah. Like, Flynn's butt. I can't remember their names. I remember the cartoon a little bit, but I can't. I do remember Destro because he had the yeah, big yeah, chrome head. Yeah, I was into like making stuff. Like I made, like I had a basement workshop at a point, you know, where I would like make all sorts of figurines and stuff like that. But I wasn't. I didn't have like a computer. I didn't do computer stuff. Cool things. Oh, I made a, pa- a pair of. Uh, I think they're called Gata sandals. Are you familiar with those? It's like, it's like the, kind of. Japanese sandals that are on the bricks or on like wooden kind of bricks that like just keep you out of the water as you're walking. They w- didn't work very well. It's <laughs> one pair. They looked cool. They looked really cool. Did uh, you wear them? I wore them. Yeah, they're I think oh, too heavy. Probably wrong kind of wood. <laughs> but they're they're really good looking. <laughs> uh, so so anyway, yeah, I went I went to Columbia for illustration. I didn't. I didn't feel like I was getting out of the program, but I had one instructor who was also had, had done like a lot of illustration and been very successful in it, but he was like basically like this is not a great industry. <laughs> like it's not I mean it's like you can I mean I feel like today you, you can definitely be an illustrator. I mean, work with illustrators all the time, but it wasn't like this is the wave that's coming and you know, you want to get on that wave. <laughs> it's like especially like just with their I don't know. And anyway, so he, he was, like, more into, like, you know, maybe, like, do motion or interactive stuff. So that, I kind of, I took a flash that was, I think, like, I'm sure I took an HTML class, which I'm sure was very basic at the time. Uh, and then uh, I took a flash class. I, I was a late bloomer. <laughs> and I continue to bloom late. Uh, I mean, I think I was in Illinois until I was 24, 25. I was living at home. Remember, I feel like the last year I would I would go, I would get an ice cream and a hot dog every day. Um, and that like, sounds like not that. too different from today, actually. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. I think every day I worked with you after lunch, you'd come back with an well, ice cream cone. Yeah, I still do that. <laughs> when did you start making money? Well, I, I mean, <laughs> I was making like bad money <laughs> in Chicago for a while. I, I mean, it's, there's, it's a little bit interesting, I guess. So I'm trying to think, like, what my first... I, 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 so, okay, I had a friend who was in a band, and the band he was in was Fall Out Boy, which maybe if you're familiar with that, they, they got pretty big. <laughs> Actually, I had two friends that were in the band. They both left it before they got big. <laughs> oh. <laughs> they got big, yeah. Uh, but anyway, he was in the he was in the band, um, and so I started doing like web stuff for them. And I I, I had I had been playing with web stuff before that, but I hadn't really built it for other people. And so that was like a really early job. I started making stuff for them. Um, a couple other like just local bands. I made like their web pages, stuff like that. Uh, and that like Fallout Boy kind of got signed to like. Uh, a label, a smaller label, and they asked me to do like some e-cards, which I don't know if they still make them anymore, but it would be like a, you know, a flash thing that would pop up before you'd go to maybe a somebody's label or I don't know. I get one of my 
from my mother-in-law all yeah. the time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you send oh, yeah. like yeah, every birthday, things. every right, holiday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get so I get an email. That's what it was like that for like uh, the release of an album or something like that. So I did a bunch of those, and I don't. I'm I didn't make very much money doing it. I mean, I'm sure the hourly was not great, <laughs> uh, but it definitely it. I had to work fast to do it because it was like tight turnarounds, um, or at least I had to work a lot of hours. <laughs> I don't know if I was working any faster, but I was <laughs> I was just spending more hours doing it than I would probably normally. What was the bridge between your time in Chicago and then when you went west? Right. Uh, so I I did get a job in Chicago. It was like a part time kind of thing. I was living in a town called Kankakee, which is about an hour south of Chicago, and I would commute to Chicago. And I was working at this small like web company. I think they they might have also fixed computers. <laughs> um, but they they actually were kind of cool. I mean, they had the cool building and they like did uh, they like did like the some website, I don't know if it was a website or like the photography or something for like the Smashing Pumpkins, which was really wow. cool. Like they were they actually no, they built a software that was for managing tours. Mm. And they did some other stuff as well. I think they I don't think they did computer repair at that point, <laughs> they might have done it before. But so they had the software, and so they had access to all these bands, like big bands that would use this. I don't know if it was like one of the premier softwares for managing your tour. And so they, but they also had websites that they needed done or stuff like that. So I was working there part time for, I don't know, probably less than a year. Then, and then I moved to LA. I had a girlfriend in LA. I moved there. Right. <laughs> um, and took a little while to get a job you know it was probably like six months before I got a job and I like the stuff that directly led to that was like those flash banners and stuff like that because what I ended up getting into was building websites for movies and so it was like really applicable um, yeah and that were was you doing the the flash work or were you doing the kind of design uh, work or yeah. what, what were you doing for that <laughs> so uh, that was interesting <laughs> So this was my first real job, like I like a career kind of job where I was like, oh, this is cool, and there's a company here, <laughs> stuff like that. <laughs> and th the part that I was in was like kind of an internal startup within a larger company that did like behind the scenes stuff, and I was just doing. We were we were going to be the internet division to, you know, service the client, uh, and I was the first hire other than the kind of producer or like vice president of that division and the creative director. So there was two of us actually doing the work. And um, I don't know if things have changed, but at the time he, he was not, he didn't know a lot of programming. And I did not really know a lot of programming either. I had done, you know, I'd been building some stuff, so I learned. But I, I kind of came on with the impression that I would be like, I would, you know, learn things or you know, be mentored <laughs> in a way that I would. But it was, it was, I would say it was very much a trial by fire, like, uh, so yeah, I ended up building like, I mean, some pretty big brands. I mean, uh, name some of the movies you did work on. Um, I, well, we did a lot of stuff with. These the, are the websites for yeah, the yeah, movies. websites. You didn't Webs make yeah. the movies. <laughs> Everybody, yeah. Why your name is, is your name going to be in the credits? No, <laughs> nobody will ever see my name. Um, we did things for like Pirates of the Caribbean. Um, uh, like a movie called Deja Vu, Dark Water. Uh, I can't remember all the movies we did stuff. But it was, they were like, you know, I was like, wow, this is, I can't believe that I'm doing this one. <laughs> 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 I don't know if he finds out. Um, That's really cool. 
So were the yeah. hours ridiculous at times? Ah, I had some really. I, I actually, I think the second day there, I ended up staying for like thirty-six hours. <laughs> like it was like this thing where we had this project that came in, and we, you know, we had to, we were gonna like, you know, really show the incline because it was like st- kind of startup. So it was like right. we gotta, we gotta, we gotta make this work. And so yeah, and then I, w- I just remember having weeks, like like a weeks, where I would just, I would, go home at like six in the morning and then come back at like you know, 8.30, and I would change my clothes. It's like there's a sense of shame, like, when you do an all-nighter, and you don't want people to be like, oh, you know, um, you shouldn't have to do this. You're just like, whatever, it's fine. <laughs> um, and then you go change clothes. Yeah, I, change, I remember th- I was in the, sh- I was, like, I went home. I Luckily, I lived really close, so I could just walk home. <laughs> it's really lucky. <laughs> I, like, walked home. I got in the shower, and I remember, like, I was so tired. I just, like, I, I closed my eyes in the shower, and I couldn't open them. And I was just standing there, like, like, <laughs> you know, like the creepy person in like the movie that stands over the bed. Like I was just kind of wobbling with my <laughs> eyes closed, um, and and I was like, "This is not good." So do you feel like um, in this period when you were you were working mm-hmm. kind of crazy hours and learning a bunch, was there, like, was there was there fun energy to that? Along with the pain of having to work so much, or was it just or did it just suck? Survival mode. Um. I, I think it sucked a lot, but just <laughs> <laughs> like I feel like my personality is I really like to I, I kind of like it like I like it, it's like I hate it and I like it. It's kind of like you're running a marathon like I what I like is to like have something that I really have to get into and it and I have to do an all-nighter to like break through or maybe several <laughs> but then like after that it's like it's done it's it's like it ships in some way or it's like you you kind of there's this this rush at the end of it that you feel like you've done something that you were like could not you did not think it was going to happen <laughs> or you just thought it was just going to fail and everybody's going to boo when <laughs> you come into the office uh yeah it's kind of it's terrible cuz it's a bad lifestyle <laughs> <laughs> was this the time at which you met Tom Hanks that was <laughs> well this was I mean this was at the same job but this I had been there you know I think maybe I don't know a couple years at that point and then we were doing like his MySpace page so you're doing Tom Hanks's MySpace yeah. page uh, I mean it was super I didn't actually even work on the page I was there as like the I don't know person that goes to the meeting right but this is pre Facebook this, this is, is yeah. yeah this was early um, I think he actually mentioned it on Oprah Wow! Talk, like talking about, I had one. It was it was so weird. He was super nice, though. I just want to say that Tom Hanks was a super nice dude. All the weird thing is Matthew McConaughey was in the office when I got there, which was just like a whole like another level of weirdness. Like like I walked into the kind of room that he was in, and I think I remember I feel like he like touched my chair on his way out. And I was just <laughs> like, this is so weird. <laughs> so what brought you to Portland when you came to Portland? Um, well, I was really ready to leave L.A. I mean, the reason I didn't like L.A. is it's like a lot of people, it's traffic, it just feels claustrophobic. Um, there's, there's a lot of reasons. Yeah, so we're flying around. I had a friend that was in Portland. Actually, I had two friends. One I had worked with in L.A. and it had come out to Portland, but I didn't, I didn't really know anything about Portland. You know, it wasn't Portlandia at the time, so you wouldn't, you wouldn't right. know anything about it. Um, so I went and I was just really liked it. Uh, I mean, I I still like I love the climate here. Um, I don't like sunshine all the time. <laughs> I don't like snow all the time either, though. Right. Uh, I like I like 
Portland, it's in the middle of like all these cool environments, and the city is really cool. People like the thing that whenever I have people like come from at least like Illinois or Midwest in general, like they come to Portland and they're like, the drivers are so nice. They will stop for you when you're crossing the street. And I'm like, I know it's so the weird. The thing for me was when I went to the post office and the people in the post office were nice. Yeah. I was like, what is going on yeah. here? This is yeah. bizarre. Yeah. I, I feel like Portland is a place. Well, I mean, I feel like a lot of people that come here, come here because they want to come here versus coming here because they're trying to get ahead or they, or they get so, a job. Yeah, a job, yeah it's more of a lifestyle place. Yeah. Um, which is cool. I mean, luckily, I feel like it's also kind of, at least in the tech and design. And I mean, there's a lot of big companies around here. So there is, you know, we can consider There are that. jobs. Yeah, there are jobs. But a lot of people don't have jobs. Yeah, yeah. So well, I mean, you, you don't have to have one. I mean, exactly. it's, you, can, you should just enjoy your time. I didn't have one for at least several months when I came out here, and it was great. We had this shared experience that was not terribly positive. <laughs> uh, where, where you know, the company that we'd worked for uh, had been purchased by another company, and then that company started to make changes and make more changes, and what ended up was our ten-person design staff got twelve to three. I thought. Yeah, did we go from twelve to three. It was yeah, it was like pilliard by <laughs> by uh, you know forces that were beyond all of our control, and and at that point, your your time in Portland, you'd been a. a was your whole time at Explainer? Had you worked elsewhere in Portland? I had, that's the only place I had worked in Portland. I had just been doing old client, you know, stuff for old clients right. before that. But that was my real, yeah, job here. Yeah, and then and then <clears throat> you you kind of go off, and it seemed like that was the point at which you kind of went off into the mountains and said, "All right, what do I want to do?" Wait, so so um, the day this all happened, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this this is a funny story that involves coal. So I. I had no idea. I was like the only person who had no idea what was going on. I feel like I didn't really know. I mean, I kind of found out, but yeah. I felt like everyone knew. Yeah. But I and I come walking around the corner and I had some orange juice. It was like a Monday morning and I was just in a weird mood and I was like, "Hi everybody." <laughs> and and Cole doesn't miss this, uh, a beat. He turns around, and he says, "Hi." <laughs> and then someone said, uh, everybody just got laid off. <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay. But Cole wasn't. If if you were bummed about it, I, you like I said, I have a high intensity level. So. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, all right, well. Okay, so so tell us about your your um, what happened next. You went back to school, is how you described yeah. it to me. Yeah, yeah, and I kind of got. I was getting the itch to do to to do interactive stuff, or or just to do programming. I kind of missed using that programming again. I didn't consider myself a programmer. I just like have a higher level of respect for like you know people that say that that's what they do. I think I started getting back and I just started doing interactive stuff, just doing projects. I mean, it was it's kind of the same thing, like just wanting to do projects um, and wanting. I kind of wanted to build apps, like you know, do online apps. I think that was a big part of the reason I got more into programming. It was like I would have ideas, and I still have like a big you know book of ideas where anything I think of like something good in the morning, I go write it down and then. You know, cross it out like six months later when I was like, yeah, somebody did that, or so that's a bad idea. Uh, uh, so I, yeah, I saw that there was a like a kind of a code school, a boot camp um, that was like three months long, eight hours a day. I didn't want to go back to college. I felt not that it's like a waste of time, but I just didn't want to. I wanted to learn very quickly and like, you know, make m me the speed barrier versus like. A class that I have, maybe it happens every couple of days, or you know, so I did that, 
I'm going to pay some money and I'm going to show up every day and I'm just going to focus on this because I just like it when you're I mean for me it's I, I find it hard to I need I need some peer pressure to get things done um, I need to be able to have to present stuff to somebody uh, so that I'll do the all-nighter <laughs> when, right. I, when I need to do it. otherwise I'm just like oh this could this isn't perfect I'll just keep noodling on this like thing whatever two years so later, now do you call yourself a programmer I mean one of my so, questions is yeah as far as clients are concerned, what do you tell them you do? And are you are you allowed to do employers kind of like the fact that you can be productive in both worlds? Or do they kind of say, okay, you're good at this, you do this, we're going to have a designer do this. Okay. And do you kind of wind up a developer? Are you are you able to coexist <laughs> yeah, in both? Yeah, yeah. In both or? So I think this is actually really interesting to me because I think about it a lot. Um, I, I, it does feel like right now it's a little bit contextual as far as like if somebody's like, we need a programmer. I'm like, I can, I'll be, I'll be your programmer. <laughs> uh, or if it's like, we need design. It's a lot of it is like the first impression that you give somebody and that's what they then. That's what they know you can that's do. That's what they know you can do. So um, when people who don't, who haven't worked with you say, what do you do? What do you tell them? I, I, kind of mumble <laughs> I go oh, design and develop it's like I, I don't know what if there's a good term for like what that means it is hard to tell somebody that especially because it's like well which one are you good at <laughs> right which is fair I mean you know you get rusty at one if you're not if you're just focusing on the other um, it's I, I think for me ultimately what I want to do is a con is something that combines those two things but it's my feeling is it's hard to scale that and what I mean by that is if I'm like, well, I'm a designer and I'm a program and I do it all. It's like, okay, well, if you're working for like, especially in an agency or something like that where there's a deadline, it's like, we don't have time for you to do it all. You have to choose which one you're going to do. And you're probably going to continue to do that part of it because that's the team you're going to be on now. Um, so that's the thing. I feel like I could either work at a very small business and just do everything or I could do some sort of thing where I'm more of like a liaison that's between the two, but I don't feel like I have the kind of experience to do that. And I just not, it's not really what I want to do. So it is hard. Um, and it's, it's, it's one of those things where people will, you know, think of me as a developer. Um, and then I start thinking myself that way, but, and then thinking that, oh, I'm not a designer. Like, oh yeah, I don't want to, you know, I don't want to step into there. Cause I don't, <laughs> it's just weird. It's like, for right. so long I felt the opposite. Like, I don't, right. I mean, yeah, I could build it, but I don't want to, I'm not a programmer, you know? <laughs> it's, uh, Do you feel like, um, at times, I, I don't know, are, are you, are you kind of advocating for one or the other sometimes? And, and what's the, let, let me, let me. Or do you like the variety of going back and forth? Right. Which I think is what I would like. Yeah. That's what I like. I get, I get bored just doing one. Because, it, I mean, the other thing I think is really cool about doing both is the, all the parallels you see between them and how programming is so much about it. So much ab about it is design and designing. You know, there's there's kind of the very math part about it. I mean, there's, you know, not that you have to know math to do programming because I'm terrible at math. Um, but there's much more about how you're going to design this thing to work. And it's it feels a lot like when you're designing hierarchy in terms of content or you know, anything like that. There's all these decisions that you want to make. And sometimes uh, the thing I miss is that, you know, I, I don't work with a lot of developers. So like I, you know, I work with, tend to work with more designers and I wish I could talk to them about these things that I'm 
dealing with, but it's hard because it's like you can kind of re relate the problems and say, well, it's like this and it's like this, but it's hard It's hard to bridge that gap. Mm -hmm, <laughs> mm -hmm. um, but yeah, it's really interesting. Yeah. What's the breakdown of the projects you've done, say, in the last year as far as more design heavy or more development heavy? I was working on a project for maybe six or seven months that was just really all development. Now, I'm a for the most part a front-end developer. Right. Um, I tinker around with back-end stuff and I'm familiar with it, but it's not my area of expertise. So like a, I'm, I still do some, it's still designing in a lot of ways as far as you're dealing with, you know, CSS or SAS or like those kind of technologies where you're, you're or an animation is a big part of it too. Like how's something gonna come in, um, uh, you know, transition, all that stuff. But they've been much, I would say they're like, you know, I don't know, 80% Develop development like just yeah. just straight up development, and the other part is like more like developing that kind of stuff versus like I'm in Photoshop and I'm making something that's gonna I'm gonna then use in a design later or something like that. Recently, I've done a couple projects where it's I've actually used Flash. <laughs> I've gone back to Flash. They were for like kind of like you know event kind of things where it's not doesn't have to be accessible. It's just like a demo kind of thing, which you know Flash is. It's a lot easier <laughs> to use to build that kind of stuff, and just like the kind of ecosystem. I mean, it's just like this one thing that they purpose built to do this stuff. Versus like HTML5 is like a word <laughs> right. that encompasses all these things and doesn't necessarily work on you know depending on your browser or depending on how what you have to support. It's it's a lot a lot more edge casey. Um, yeah, so it's it's. The vast majority has been development. Like I've done almost no design, and it, it's like if I do a design, it's like, hey, you know, can can you do this? <laughs> like, can you can you work this Photoshop file? Or you know, so like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> no, really funny. Yeah, I change that. <laughs> w would you say that the rewards for development are different or or similar to how like if you feel like you had you know hit it out of the park on something that you designed and built? Uh, or animated or that kind of thing, as opposed to something that you've you've coded and, and built programmatically. Who gets the most credit? Who gets the most love? Designers for like making right. because that's what people see, yeah. or developers um, because there's like a couple. It's I think it's a it's a it's a little complex. One I think depending on the type of shop you're in would depend. So if you're in a development heavy shop, you're gonna probably get more like oh you're the backbone of this company, but. It, so in designers, it's like, oh, they're the person that's responsible for making this thing. You know, like they, they made the idea. Um, so in a way, they get a lot of the, I feel like, kudos. But at the same time, because they don't necessarily understand how you did it, there's a certain amount of like magic. It's like, I mean, it's like in design when like somebody is like, oh, you could draw? They're like, yeah, and they're like, I don't know how you do that. I can only draw a stick figure. <laughs> it's just like, I just practice, I guess. I don't <laughs> um, so there's there's a bit of that awe, and it's like, well, yeah, that's great. I can't, you know, you did it. I mean, uh, the external reward, I think, is it's fairly comparable. And the internal reward is also, I think it's similar. I mean, I, like, it's to me, it's interesting because I feel like design and programming are have both a lot of similarities in terms of what's hard a lot of the in terms of design but also um, have very different kind of pain points like like the struggle you have with design is often like you're racking your brain for this great idea 
you can't think of or like in that or you you know you make some design and you're like is this any good like you, you have no idea and you're just like i'm just a hack i have no idea what i'm doing this is you know it's terrible and then hope you keep iterating and then you kind of maybe get to a point where you're like okay and then maybe you get away from it and you're like yeah hey, it's not so bad right <laughs> programming is is also a lot like that, in that you're you're designing the structure of this application, and so you're like, well, is this good? Is it, you know, is this going to hurt later? Or you know, I could try it this other way. So you you do try all these different ways, but then there's also these things that are like, well, in design, it's like, <laughs> I was thinking of like, if you if you kind of half think something out in design, and then you give it to the developer, you can you can kind of talk around it. <laughs> you can be like, <laughs> you know, what I mean? it's like, yeah, oh yeah, yeah, this is it's like that, or you know, it's like yeah, or there's things you could forget, like you right. just might, oh, I didn't. Think of a hover state or a press state or whatever it is. Like, there's things you can, like, because it's not working. It's not like a thing. Whereas when that comes to the developer, it's like, you know, it's like you, it's like you hit those walls. Right. <laughs> and you have to, you have to deal with those things. Like, if, if, if you forget, like, it just doesn't work. <laughs> right. Um, and the other part is, like, I feel like within programming, a lot of times it's like, if you, if you go to change something, like, if you're designing, like, you could change something. You might not have to change everything in your design for that to work. Like mm -hmm. you, you might be able to change like, I mean sometimes you have to do it if it's a if it's a major change like kind of an architecture thing. But in programming like you make like oh we're gonna do this fix and it's like oh well, it's gonna take me two hours but still nothing may work at the end of that two hours because I've just <laughs> had to wreck everything. I mean I, I mean there's ways around that but it's it feels like that sometimes where it's like it's a lot of times it just feels like all or nothing. It's like I, I just need another hour and I promise everything will work. <laughs> don't don't worry. Uh, yeah. No, that's cool. That's really it's interesting. The steps of the creative process. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. This is awesome. This is tricky. This is shit. I am shit. This might be okay. This is awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> that's great. So, yeah, I, I just had one or two other little, like, kind of funny things. So, you once showed up to an interview 30 minutes late. Yeah, did that. But <laughs> I still got the job. <laughs> well, I did. Also, I... I, I mean, I'm assuming I was wrong, but I swore that I was on time. And that's why I was like, I had a swagger when I was locked in, because I'm like, oh, a couple minutes early, all right. Yeah, cool, yeah. like nobody, yeah, I was clueless. It was the fact that I Everyone was else thinks you were wrong. Yeah, I was just like, man, there's some sour pusses in here. They're giving me the stink eye, what's going on? Um, Very warm reception yeah. here. Yeah. That is awesome. That's yeah. really good. Um, yeah, I, I don't the, have, I heard... I wasn't there, right? But I heard the stories. Um, I think Shaw said, "Do you even want this job?" <laughs> and Cole, you said, "Yeah, sort of." I think. I think. Yeah. I think I want to yeah. work here. Was, I, yeah, I was at a. I was at a point in my life where I was. I mean, I, I'm still like that. Where I'm just like, look. Every time a door closes, there's like a, a, a you know. I feel like, especially in the industry that I'm in now, it's like there's a, like a whole bunch more. So, if you're not if you're not excited to be here, and I'm not excited to be here, let's not. Be <laughs> else. I'll just be somewhere else. It'll be <laughs> fine. Like I'll go get a hot dog and I'll get ice cream after this. Where is your favorite place to eat in Portland? My favorite place. To this eat. should be a regular question. For yeah. Guests. Yeah. You should. You should give us a, a, a top two or three if if you can't yeah. settle on one. Like a place that I eat the most, or like that I've had the best food. I eat a lot. <laughs> I eat you out do. A lot. I'm actually um, a little bit of both. Yeah. What's your? Give me one of each. <laughs> Chipotle. <laughs> Chipotle. <laughs> uh, give us a different one. Uh, oh, I really like me Miramole. 
that's great. Is that um, the one over by Burnside? There's, I think there's at least two. There's okay. one on the west side, and then there's one on like 50th and Division. Um, and they do like a style of food. I think it's called guisado, where it's like these Mexican stews that are really awesome, all made from scratch. It's, I, it's like the one of the founders of Kenyan Zooks. Yeah, is like his thing, and it's super good. Uh, I recommend that. Like that's less, and then yeah, I don't know. In Chipotle, uh, yeah. <laughs> Chipotle, like when it's late and I don't want to cook. You you've given us a couple of ideas around restaurants you might think yes. of. Are there shops or other places in Portland that you could recommend that are interesting places to go or see? Or websites, apps, apps. What about uh, apps? Um, anything. What, what are your what, picks? What about uh, iOS apps or, or games? Uh, I did just download Metal Slugs X, which I enjoy playing. I still don't like playing games where you need to use your thumb as a joystick on the iPhone. Uh, but that was a good game. Um, also, just like as a general gaming pick, which I think most people that do gaming and have a computer that plays games, Steam. I I kind of got like hot rodded a computer recently, um, and I downloaded Steam and I bought a lot of games. Um, and I this like somebody I haven't played. That it's, it's, so what is Steam? Steam is um, it's like a it's like an iTunes for games. It's it's ah. produced by this company called Valve, which does makes games. They made like Portal and like Half-Life and they've done a lot of really successful games but they've created this ecosystem that's been massively successful and there's like all the newest games on it all the time and they what's awesome is like you can add something to your wish list and they'll have um, like amazing weekend or whatever discounts where it'll be 40% off or like 70% off or like some hmm. huge discount so I just like cool that looks cool that looks cool and then I get an email it's like it's like four dollars in the steam store and then i get it and then i add it to my list of like games that i will eventually play and i have one more pick i don't necessarily self-promotion but this week and uh which will be long past i assume when this airs is the um uh cartathlon which is this giant um food cart based scavenger hunt where people dress up as themes and they got to make it all around the city and then, um, and it's a race, like they're racing to carts and doing these challenges. And my team, which consists mostly of like me, my roommates, and some friends, uh, won the costume contest for la last year. And we're gonna, I mean, we're excited that we're gonna do it this year too. We're gonna, we're gonna win it this year. So it's this weekend, the twenty, uh, the twentieth. No, it's it's March first, I think. Is oh, the it's day. March first. So, so it's yeah. in a week. Yeah, it's in a week. Okay, no, we'll, this will we'll, be this will be up well before then. This may this be, will up. be published today. Yeah, today. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Well, then I can't say what my costume is going to be because no, don't don't, don't give it away. <laughs> but uh, but definitely get out there and participate in the cartathlon. Cartathlon, yeah. That's Exciting. great. That's really great. Awesome. Hey, thank you very much, Cole. Thanks, no Cole. Cole Reed is a creative technologist who lives not in <laughs> Illinois, not in Los Angeles, but in Portland, Oregon, where it's always just rainy enough. All right. Uh, thanks, everybody, for listening. Um, we're just getting started with these, but it's really fun for us, and we hope you like them as well. If you have any, any thoughts or comments, send them to us at, well, our email is hello at designclotch.com. Also, if you have any friends or know of anyone who uh, would be who we should have on the show, uh, send us send us their info.
Yeah. And if there, are, if there are events we don't know about that we should talk about, like, let us know if there are things that, that we need to make sure are up on the calendar. We're happy to, to put that up and, and, uh, and be a megaphone or, or, you know, a microphone, at least, <laughs> for that type of information. Um, and Design Clutch is totally supported and made possible by Explain. Uh, Explain is a design consultancy based in Portland, Oregon, and Amsterdam in the Netherlands. Uh, we love working for this company, and Explain is uh, basically focused on helping large organizations clarify, communicate, and achieve their goals. Uh, and we get to draw for a living, which makes it a lot of fun. That's it. I think that's it. Thanks, guys. Thanks. Bye. Bye. The clutch. The clutch.